0: Hello and welcome back to the What The Fab podcast episode number 53. Today's episode is a solo chat. It might be kind of short and sweet. We'll see how it goes. But it's a topic that I feel like is important and it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And it's definitely been a hot topic of conversation amongst my content creator, influencer, blogger friends. And I think it's relevant if you are not a content creator as well. So today we're chatting about why you should try deleting the Instagram app from your phone for a couple of days, maybe even a week, And before we get into the how and the why and kind of the thinking behind this and my experience with experimenting with it, I wanted to take a quick second to remind you to rate and review the podcast if you have not already. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. You can now do it on Spotify as well. That's what helps me grow the show and I so, so appreciate it. And then also, if you haven't hit subscribe already, go ahead and do that through whatever platform it is that you're listening through and then these episodes will be queued up and ready to go each week for you. So let's go ahead and dive right into this topic at hand. I feel like Instagram, I'm just so fucking sick of it. And I I know that a lot of, I've, I would say like literally not a single content creator that I have spoken with feels like they just totally love Instagram. It's like where they want to spend their time. It's giving them the ROI they want. It's like just this love-hate relationship. It's an important part of our businesses and our branding, of course. And if you're not a blogger, it's a fun way to keep in touch with friends, with content creators that you follow, whatever. But it's just changed so much and the environment has got really unhealthy. It just feels like this constant oversharing. I am so over video and reels. I know most people are as well. The lack of engagement, the lower reach, like it really is just becoming a place where dreams go to die or my content goes to die because I post something and hardly anyone sees it. It, you know, might be on the uptick for a day, 24 hours, 48 hours, and then no one else is going to see it. And so it's just becoming really frustrating. And Instagram, like when we think about how it first started and Jesus, what it's evolved into. I mean, it's like such a monster now. It's gobbled up every potential competitor that's come on the scene. First, they did it with Vine. Remember that? It was like a video sharing app. And then Instagram was like, oh, we're going to have video too. Okay, fine. Then they did it with Periscope. Anybody remember Periscope? It was like these lives all over the world. And so now, of course, on Instagram, you can go live. They were really pushing that for a hot minute. Now it's like nobody cares. And then obviously Snapchat, they launched Instagram stories. And again, that was being pushed a lot. And then clearly now we've got TikTok being copied with reels. And it's just it's too... Much. It's just too much content. They're even copying Be Real now. So I know Be Real isn't as popular as like TikTok or Snapchat were, but if you're not familiar with it, it's like this dual camera situation where like you get a notification at some random period during the day and you have two minutes to snap a photo and it uses both your front camera and your back camera at the same time to share with your friends. What exactly you're doing in that moment. It's unfiltered. It's supposed to be like the anti Instagram, basically. So instead of just filtered photos and a highlights reel, it's like be real. You're sharing exactly what you're up to in that moment. And so, in an attempt to copy Be Real, because that is starting to become more popular, Instagram is rolling out this new feature called Dual. And, you know, it's the same idea. You take disappearing photos using the front and back cameras simultaneously. And it's just like each of these updates and like copycat features that Instagram has created, each one has made the app more and more consuming of our time, both as a person creating and sharing the content and as someone consuming the content. And I think like the straw that (laughs) broke the camel's back for me has been reels because I don't enjoy creating video. I don't enjoy creating video content and creating reels like occasionally. Sure. You know, I'll have an idea for like a fun transition or a fun reel or whatever. And that is satisfying to like have that idea and create it and make it come to life. But to be honest, I feel really overwhelmed when I try to create reels when I'm traveling. Like I'm researching the songs or, you know, TikTok or real sounds beforehand and like thinking about what I need to shoot. Like, is it a transition? Do I need to shoot something of me doing some kind of video on the plane? Or, you know, what does that look like? And then actually finding the time to shoot that, it's just, it makes it not Fun versus for me and Omid, when we're traveling together, photography has just become this like seamless part of our travels. Like, he knows what travel shots to get. I have in my mind, like, I can look at a situation, a landscape, a hotel, whatever, and I'm kind of like clocking different places where I'm like, okay, I want to take a photo here. You know, when we're walking to dinner tomorrow night, I want to take a photo here. Here's like the outfit I'm going to put on for it. Like, it's just very seamless and integrated into our travels. Versus video and reels, it just doesn't fit as seamlessly. It's a huge time suck. It's really easy to get overwhelmed and stressed out about it. And it's just not fun. And I got into this, I got into blogging because I loved writing and photography. I don't particularly, like I said, enjoy creating video, but Instagram has been pushing it so much that it's really easy to feel like I have to be creating video. I have to be creating reels in order to succeed on Instagram because that's what they're pushing. And when I post a photo, it doesn't get the same reach as a reel does. I posted, I mean, recently I've been thinking of changing up how I promote my podcast episodes because in the past I would do carousels and it would be like a mix of photos and like video clips from the episode the reach on those lately has been terrible and i'm like why am i putting all of this time and effort into creating these carousel graphics and sharing them and it's reaching you know maybe not even a quarter of what my reels reach like i guess i have to make it as a reel and it's just really frustrating as a content creator to feel like you are At the mercy of the algorithm and what's hot at that time. And I think that it's an unhealthy place to be in because it's just this constant pressure of feeling like my reach isn't enough, my engagement isn't enough. Brands have these high expectations of what they're looking for. Somebody recently, a brand recently rejected me because my stories don't get enough views. And they were like, you know, for a creator of your size, we're really looking to work with someone that is getting 10,000 views on their stories. My stories on a good day get 2,000. On like a regular day, maybe a few hundred views. Like that, that's pretty bleak, you guys, but I'm being totally transparent with my numbers because guess what? When I talk with my blogger friends about it, those numbers are pretty typical. Like it's not quote unquote low, even though it feels very low. And I used to be able to get, you know, five, six, 7,000 views on my stories years ago. And now it's just like I can hardly crack a thousand. I had a blogger friend recently. She has... I think 400,000 followers, she was like, no, I get like 2000 views on my stories as well. Like I used to get maybe 30,000, 40,000 views and it's just, it's plummeted. And so brands have these like crazy expectations that maybe, you know, 1% of content creators are reaching those expectations for them. And it can, you know, really take a hit to your self-esteem to be told like, you're not enough. Your account isn't enough. Your engagement, your views, your reach, whatever isn't enough. Like you definitely have to try to not take it personally. But when it's something that is part of how you make a living and one of your revenue streams, it's really hard not to get down on yourself when you get that kind of negative feedback. I am so thrilled to announce that my flagship program and course 6-Figure SEO is now available and we've just enrolled a new cohort of students. You can check out my free webinar at whatthefab.com/webinar. It's called 3 Steps to Creating Passive Revenue from Your Blog and how SEO is the secret to a six-figure recurring revenue stream. So, in this 1-hour free masterclass, you'll learn how to take back your time and get off the content creation hamster wheel. I know we all want that. You will learn the five best ways to monetize your website to create passive revenue whether you're a blogger, service provider, or sell a physical product. We also get into the top 3 biggest mistakes that bloggers make on their website when it comes to SEO. Here's a hint, you're Probably making them right now and we'll get into how to fix them and we get into so much more we packed so much just a ton of knowledge into this free webinar and it'll teach you how i've used seo to turn my blog into a six-figure recurring revenue stream and how you can do the same you're going to learn a ton from it i know that people who have joined the first live webinar learned so much and like i said we packed a lot of information in there you'll also get a taste for what you can expect from my course Six-figure SEO. Plus, there may be a very special offer inside the webinar when you watch it. So head on over to whatthefab.com/webinar, sign up, and we'll see you there. Okay, let's get back to the show. So that is why all of this to say, that is why I have been experimenting with just completely deleting Instagram from my phone for days at a time. My next goal is to do it for like an entire week at a time. But it was just kind of this like build up and slow burn of feeling frustrated with the app, feeling like not enough. I'm pretty good at not playing the comparison game like with other bloggers and content creators that I follow. I definitely can, you know, fall prey to that sometimes of like, oh, wow, she got this brand campaign like I wish I could have that or she had this successful launch. I wish my launch was that successful like that. Those thoughts can definitely creep up, but I've gotten pretty good at identifying it like as soon as it happens and snapping myself out of it. I know that the comparison game is like something that a lot of people struggle with, bloggers and non-bloggers alike, when they are scrolling Instagram. For me, I've put some practices into place of like being able to identify those thoughts and you know, shift my focus to something else when those happen. However, there are still plenty of other ways that Instagram can make me feel like shit. And so that's why I've been experimenting with this. And another thing is when I was reflecting on how much time I spend on Instagram, I was just realizing that it wasn't bringing, first of all, it wasn't bringing me joy. Like I wasn't enjoying using the app, either sharing or consuming content like I used to. And second of all, it's not bringing me the same ROI for my business. Like my sponsored brand campaigns on Instagram have become more and more infrequent, basically. And it's just, yeah, it's just not bringing me as much, money as it used to. So why am I spending so much time on there creating reels and posting stories every day and feeling like I have to post something on my feed once a day? Like here at Newsflash, you don't. You don't have to post every day. You don't have to post a reel every day. You don't have to post stories. Like you don't have to do anything. (laughs) Obviously, if you're a blogger, Instagram is still going to be a part of your business and your brand. I'm not saying like delete it forever and completely neglect it. That is Certainly, I mean, you could, but that's certainly not my plan for the app. I am planning on shifting my focus, and I already have started doing this, to less oversharing, less like pressure on myself that I have to post a certain amount of times per week. And just like conscientiously using it to share new podcast episodes, share my travel photos, occasionally do a reel when like the inspiration strikes, but not force myself or make myself feel like I have to share, you know, five reels from this trip or whatever it is. And I also want to share a stat that like really, it's not really a stat. I don't have the concrete numbers behind it, but it's some information that really illuminated things for me. And this was something that Chloe Digital shared with me. I can't remember if it was in the podcast episode with Jamila, my consultant, or a webinar that they did, but they shared that when they surveyed their influencers and Chloe Digital, I've talked about them before on the podcast, but they work with like some of the biggest names in the game when it comes to influencers and they're doing their strategy and, you know, kind of helping with the behind the scenes of running the business and like where are things going? So they have a lot of great intel. And so what they found out by surveying their clients was that it wasn't the influencers with the biggest Instagram following that made the most money. It was the ones with the most page views on their website, the ones who were implementing and using SEO and growing their revenue streams through their website. So their affiliate links, their ads revenue, you know, brand campaigns through brand campaigns that we're looking to post on their blog. And that blew my mind because you would think that like an influencer with 400,000 followers on Instagram is making way more than somebody with a ton of traffic on their blog. I mean, just kind of at first, that's what I would think. But then if you really think about it, having a high traffic website is really going to create more revenue for you and in an easier way, in a less time consuming way than constantly having to pitch brands, shoot photos, like create new content for them. Because if you have a website with posts that are ranking and you understand SEO and you're implementing those strategies, it's just a snowball effect. Like that post ranks and it continues to rank and it continues to bring you money and revenue. And then you write a new post and that one ranks and that one creates more additional revenue for you. So I was like, okay, I need to balance what brings me joy and also what brings me revenue for my business. And Instagram is just not it. Like my website is it. And my SEO course. And like I said, Instagram is still going to continue to be a part of my branding and my business. And I'm still going to get sponsored campaigns on there. It just might not be as frequent as before. But in terms of where I am putting my time and energy and effort, it's got to be my website. And so I've really made that shift this year of putting more of my attention and focus on my website than my Instagram. And immediately I felt a just a shift in my mindset and also my mental health so not putting all of my eggs in the Instagram basket and not you know as much as I try not to this was happening but not putting so much of my worth not tying that with my Instagram account so much which sounds so like sad to say but it's the truth and if you are a content creator you have felt that for sure Maybe you still are feeling it. So putting more of my attention and focus on my website gives me something to focus on where I, I, first of all, I'm seeing tangible results. Like I am seeing my page views increase. And along with that, my affiliate links revenue, my ads revenue from Mediavine. So even though it's not that instant gratification of like, oh, this post got a bunch of likes or, you know, views, it is a slower kind of burn It is still showing those tangible results. And it's something that's far more within my control than the Instagram algorithm and like how, you know, well a reel does when I post it. So making that shift has been really helpful for me and my mindset and just thinking about my long term goals and spending less time on Instagram also frees up my time to do more of what I love and creating content for my website that people actually read and use and like dig into my travel guides and go to the restaurants that I recommend and order the dishes that I recommend for that restaurant. Like that is really, really fulfilling for me to see that happening and to get that feedback. And just to look on the back end of my Google Analytics and be like, wow, thousands of people read this post this month. Like that's Awesome, And it's just so much more satisfying than like putting something out on Instagram and like I say, just seeing that content go there to die. <laughs> You guys, I just discovered newly and had to tell you about it. It's a fashion rental subscription service. So it's basically like Netflix for clothes. I also have a $10 off discount for you, so I'll let you know how to get that in just a sec. So here's how it works. You pick out six pieces of clothing that get shipped right to your home. You wear them for as long as you want. And then when you're done, you send them back in the same packaging it arrived in. There's a return label in there and everything. Super easy, and they have such cute pieces from brands like Anthropology, Ralph Lauren, Badgley Mishka, Free People, just to name a few. And if you fall in love with a piece and you decide you want to keep it, you can buy it at a super discounted rate. Like I'm seeing anywhere from 15 to 70% off the retail price for the pieces that I have at home right now. You also don't have to worry about washing anything or even if you accidentally damage it, you know, you spill some coffee or pop a sequin or two off, newly will take care of it and you won't be charged. Personally, I am feeling a little bit uninspired. With my closet and my clothes right now after the pandemic, so Newly has just been a great, affordable, sustainable option for me to have a bunch of new outfits every month and just get excited about dressing up again. You can pause or cancel Newly at any time, and I also have a referral link for you to get ten dollars off your first month. Just go to whatthefab.com/newly and Newly is spelled N as in Nancy, U U L Y. Enjoy and let's get back to the episode. So, I want to tell you about Sarah, who is a content creator that recently joined my SEO course, Six Figure SEO. And I was super excited to welcome her into the program. And she sent me an audio message that I just felt like was so powerful. I'm going to share it with you in a minute. But in this message, she explains, like, kind of her reasoning and thinking about why she wanted to join Six Figure SEO. And so she shares that she was so depressed by her reach on Instagram and how it was just being pushed lower and lower by the algorithm that it was actually severely affecting her mental health and making it hard for her to enjoy amazing things in life like an epic Mediterranean cruise travel partnership that she was on. Like she was so worried about her latest Instagram posts engagement that it was hard for her to like, enjoy this amazing experience that she was having. And so she decided to join Six Figure SEO because she was sick of feeling emotionally abused by the Instagram algorithm. And she wanted to know that her content that she works so hard on would actually be seen and appreciated by readers through that traffic brought in by SEO. So I am going to go ahead and play
1: her audio message for you. So I was really excited to take Elise's course because SEO is something that I have known for a long time that I needed to do, but I kind of always put it on the back burner because I was getting so much work through social media and other places that I just didn't really feel like it was something that I should prioritize. Fast forward through all the Instagram algorithm changes over the last several years, I've been left feeling like my account has just been decimated and it's so disconcerting and discouraging honestly when you feel like years of hard work building a presence on a social media platform seems like it has all been for naught. So that is really what brought Elise's course to the forefront for me and really like what brought it into hard focus that I needed this course was when I was on a recent cruise in the Mediterranean just An absolutely epic dream trip that anyone could possibly imagine. And every morning I woke up in just the worst place, so depressed because my Instagram numbers were so low. And I had to literally physically shake myself out of that terrible mindset while I was sitting on the balcony overlooking these beautiful Mediterranean towns and exploring these new places, which is just crazy to think. And so I really want to take back control of my personal brand and all of my hard work and focus my energy and invest in a place that I actually truly own and can control. And that's my website. And at the end of the day, that is really just so important to me now to focus on that. And it has helped my mental health so much to sort of refocus my energy in a place where I know that my efforts will pay off and I'll see results and Instagram and a lot of other social media platforms are proving that they are not that and so it's really proved that SEO and creating a website that has traffic and growing traffic is so important as a content creator in this day and age powerful,
0: right? I mean, I think every content creator can relate to that. And I think people who aren't bloggers can relate on a different level as well. It's just, it's becoming too much. And she's not alone. I was just reading a study by the American Psychologist Association. And it found that while it's not necessarily the amount of time spent on social media that correlates with Negative emotions. It's the way in which people use the app. And so, a quote from this study they said that Instagram users who engage in digital status seeking, so looking for popularity online, and social comparison, those are the users that see that link in increases to depressive symptoms, social anxiety, body image concerns, as well as decreases in self esteem. So, when I read that, I was like, users seeking digital status and popularity online. Well, clearly they're talking about us as influencers, content creators, business owners, like whether or not we like to admit it, we're seeking status online. Like we are trying to grow our businesses, our authority, our recognition, our press, our PR. And we've all played the comparison game on Instagram too. Like no good ever comes from that. And so that's why my hot tip for the week is try deleting the app from your phone for a few days, maybe even a week. Like, give it a try. You could go cold turkey and just delete it. Or if you feel like you have to post, like, I have had this conversation with a couple other friends that they're either bloggers or, like, they do social media management for a living. And they're like, oh, no, I could never do that. I'm like, yes, you can. Like, use an app, like, Planoly schedule it for you even if it's just a couple of days like try it trust me the results will be enlightening so I've done this a couple of times now for a few days at a time it's actually currently deleted from my phone and it is so damn freeing let me tell you so here are some of the top things that I noticed The first thing i noticed was i was way more productive i didn't have the app's notifications distracting me and pulling me away from work and into the app like somebody dm'd me somebody commented on something like not having those notifications i was like wow i just my phone screen feels like so much more clear and like i said i'm not being like pulled into the app and I can focus better and be more productive in other areas of my life. The other thing I noticed was I wasn't comparing myself and my business to others. I was just blogging away creating quality content for my site that I know is going to rank on Google and bring me revenue because of my SEO strategies. If you are interested in learning about some of those, you can hop on to my free webinar at whatthefab.com webinar. I go into all of the SEO strategies that I use and how I've been able to implement those to create a website that reaches 200,000 people every month and how you can use those strategies for yourself. And I also noticed that I just was more focused on myself and my business. And it just felt so much healthier. Like I wasn't thinking about what so-and-so is doing or like, you know, what my competition is doing or what my friends are doing. Like it just, I was focused on myself. And like I say, it just felt so much healthier. The other thing I noticed was I had more free time. Deleting the app made me realize how often I go to open it just because I have some downtime. Like okay, I'm, I'm waiting in line somewhere. I'm sitting on the couch, like just finished watching a show. I would automatically go to open the Instagram app. And then I would be like, oh yeah, it's not on my phone anymore. So that was an interesting part of this kind of experiment, just realizing how we have conditioned our brains to go to this app When we have a free moment, which is like kind of crazy and like a little, I don't know, there's something like kind of dark and sinister about it. If you haven't watched The Social Dilemma, highly recommend watching it. It'll definitely, it's a bit, it's very depressing, but I think it's like a really important documentary to watch and kind of like think about the effects of social media on yourself, on our democracy, like on our culture. So definitely recommend giving that a watch. So I know it's kind of ironic that I as a content creator, I'm telling you to delete Instagram because I want you to consume my content. That's why I put it out there. And if you're deleting the app for a few days, that means you're consuming my and other people's content less. But you know what? This is what's been working for me lately. Like this has really helped me refocus my time and energy and also just not feel so crappy about myself and feeling like, oh, my Instagram isn't What it used to be, my reach is down, my brand campaigns are down. Like, you know what? I have completely refocused, and none of that really matters or bothers me anymore because I'm focused on these other channels that I have more control over, that I get more satisfaction and joy from, and I'm building those revenue streams. So it's been really helpful for me. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. Like I said you can delete it for a couple of days or a week and what's nice is you're not going to like lose anything by deleting the app it's actually really easy to reinstall it so I've done it where I delete the app for just 24 hours because the next day I know I have to like publish a sponsored post or a post promoting my latest podcast episode but I just want that like 24 hour break for myself Just go to the app store, redownload it. You don't even have to type your password back in. It saves all that. So it's super easy. The only thing I will mention is if you have any drafts that are saved, those you will lose when you delete the app. So just a side note for that, but give it a try and let me know how it goes for you. I would love to hear your thoughts. For me, like I said, personally, it's been a game changer and I'm trying to do it even more often. And then the other thing I would recommend that I have been doing is when I do reinstall the app and it's back on my phone, I have the notifications off. I don't get any notifications from Instagram anymore. I don't get notifications that people have DM'd me, that I have a post that somebody commented on. And that has been really nice as well, because trust me, like you're gonna open the app like within a 24 hour time period. If it's on your phone, you're gonna open it and you're gonna see if somebody commented something or if somebody DM'd you. It doesn't need to be this like instantaneous thing where you respond immediately. And again, not having those notifications just helps ensure that you're not constantly being pulled back into the app and distracted. So give it a try. Let me know what you think, how long you go for, and any kind of realizations or learnings from it. And if you're gonna continue doing it, I would love to know. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you're going to try deleting Instagram from your phone, I'd love it if you could share this episode. Snap a screenshot, share it on your stories. (laughs) I just realized how ironic that is. Share it on your stories when you don't have the app deleted from your phone and tag me. I'm at WTFab, and I would love to hear how it goes for you and if it's changed anything for you. Don't forget to hit subscribe on the What The Fab podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you just tap the three dots in the upper right-hand corner and hit follow, and you'll get these episodes queued up and ready to go for you each and every week. And with that, I'll chat with you next week.